This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Anif Baharudin. You're tuned into the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. If you're a budding photographer that would like to learn more about the craft or speak with like-minded people, you should consider visiting Zone Tigger, a cozy space in Taman Paramount that not only provides services related to analog photography, but also reading materials, library for photo books, and a space for events and workshops. Its founder, Lau Wen White, joins me via Zencaster to share the story behind the setting up of Zone Tigger and his journey in the photography world so far. Right. Uh, so my name is Lau uh, or Wing Huat, you know, depending on uh, which circles of friends uh, would call me differently. I'm the owner of Zone Tiger. Zone Tiger is actually a photography space uh, that also hosting a photo lab uh, and a bookstore and event space. Besides that, I'm also uh, in other industries as well. Primary, my primary focus is actually in the IT industry. So photography is uh, is is one of my uh, one of the many things I'm doing. So that's a little bit of my, myself. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you been involved with photography? Uh, since young age, you know, um, not not as a business. Uh, I my 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 interest in photography has always been there since younger age. Uh, my first camera, uh, I got it from my parents uh, when I was still probably like primary two or primary three. I mean, we're talking about. This is in the 70s. So, uh, so of course, during that time, it's, it's, a, it's a film camera. Uh, and uh, I always have this interest in visual art stuff. Right? Uh, of course, you know, when I went on in, into schools and you know, uh, that sort of get, uh, become kind of like a backseat kind of thing. So I went on to do studies and then I came back and go to the, and, and, start, and, and built my career around the IT industries. Uh, then about 15 years ago, I... Uh, I kind of like reconnected back with uh, photography again. And very soon after that, I sort of ventured back into like film photography. And uh, in 2014, I chanced upon the opportunity to to buy over a business from a, a, a existing photo lab that's actually going out of business. And that, that photo lab has been operating for about 10 years since the uh, mid, middle of 2000. Uh, so in 2014, I chanced upon the opportunity and uh, it didn't, I didn't take long to decide. And straight away, uh, after one, two meetings, I kind of like said, okay, I'm going to buy it. Right. Uh, then we have been running, I have been running that photo lab uh, with a couple of staff since then uh, until 2019 uh, when we decided to rebrand the company, rebrand the shop. And this is also coincide with some of the things that I always really wanted to do. Uh, which is to really promote photography as an art form. Uh, so with that, uh, I realized that you know the photo lab just itself is not enough. You know, so that's where we sort of build a larger team, get ourselves into a larger space, we uh, design the whole space to be able to not just do photo lab, but also have a library for books, uh, especially for the books. And, uh, and also uh, retail books as well. And then we also run programs to sort of cultivate the local artists. So, so last year we did a photo project grant. And this year we just launched the photo book project grant as well. 
and then uh, we uh, we also run workshops. Uh, so we we just ran uh, workshop season one earlier this year. Uh, we're in the midst of planning for our season two workshops. Uh, I mean, sorry, I mean it's a long answer to our short questions that you just asked. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's good. It's good that you you're sharing all these things. So based on what you said earlier, um, I think the photo lab um that you took over was called Color.com, right? Um, and I think mm-hmm. what, what's what's interesting about what you told me just now is that I think like at one point you felt like running just the photo lab wasn't enough and you started to I guess explore a lot more and you also have a lot of uh, plans that I guess have materialized in the form of Zone Tiger um, but why did you decide to I guess um, provide this platform uh, is it because that you feel like there is a gap that is not yet tapped in the local photography scene yeah very much I feel that there is always this gap that uh, maybe I wasn't connected to or maybe it was too uh, there, there are too many people doing things individually, uh, not not in a more, uh, not not like in one single place you can get all of these things. And if I look at countries outside of Malaysia, right, especially places like Taiwan, the Western world, and even Japan, uh, they have spaces just like Zhengdiga, and they are maybe even in a much, I mean, maybe in a much larger scale. So a lot of thinking, a lot of uh, 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 stuff that we're doing is kind of take, take I mean I, I take a lot of uh, sort of uh, inspirations right from 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 what people have done uh, in, in in those countries that's really what, how I feel because I feel that uh, like what you say uh, there is a gap and and I'm glad I actually done it you know Saturday and we're now in our second year uh, uh, of, of our journey. Yeah, the thing about I guess I guess sometimes sometimes uh, among enthusiasts especially um, we tend to sometimes focus more on the mechanical and the technical side of things, right? Uh, which means that we you know in the case of photography, film photography, having a photo lab is equally important. But I think sometimes the conversation needs to be I guess enhanced, right? It needs to be I guess expanded to also include. And involve other things, and have, having a creative space is perhaps one of those, one of those uh, ways to to go about it, right? Um, um, how important is it for the scene to have conversations about what you do, as opposed to just you know providing avenues for people to perhaps you know produce their their film and whatnot? Yeah. So how important is it to to also create an event space for them to showcase their work and to also have conversations and workshops and whatnot? Yeah, I feel it's quite essential, right, for for us to to sort of do more, right? Rather than just like what you said, uh, only focus on technical and, you know, it's just, uh, I also feel that the, the works that I see uh, in, in the local scenes, sometimes it's, it's, it's just not, I, I don't know what's the right word to mention it. It's probably, uh, uh, it, it doesn't come out as a, a, a complete piece of work, right? So it's like pockets of work, you know. So, so I'm hoping this space will be able to cultivate that culture of always thinking about using photography as a, as a, as a, as a form of creating a body of work and art projects, for example, right? And then this space, uh, hopefully, the space I'm creating with the programs that uh, and and the projects that we are running here can help uh, in 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 uh, 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 the little ways that we can help. We can we want to be able to help uh, to to cultivate that so that we can bring ourselves uh, 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 and uh, to be comparable with uh, with uh, other other countries which has, which is actually has much more opportunities and spaces like this yeah uh, I mean and, and another aspect of, of I think what you're focusing on Zone Tiger is focusing on is also uh, photo books 
I'm not as familiar with photo books, so perhaps maybe you can give us um the primer on how or why photo book uh, is important in photography. Yeah, so so I always feel that you know a photograph is much more better appreciated if it is something that you can really uh, sort of. It, I mean, there's another separate dimensions compared to just looking at it from a screen, right? You know? So it's always better if a photograph is actually can be touch, feel, or you can be close to it, right? So it, it's not just watching over a monitor screen or something, uh, which is why a photo book has always been a way uh, for photographers to be able to display their work. And that happens uh, uh, a lot uh, in many other parts of the world. Uh, Malaysia, we do have pockets of people who come up with photo books, but there's no single locations that you can always have uh, access to all the photo books or, you know, or access to people who love photo books. Uh, so I'm hoping to bigger one day will be that place. Currently, we, we, we probably be uh, one of the uh, few locations in Malaysia. I don't know whether there's any other locations or not that has actually the most photo books uh, in our space. Uh, so we have about 200 plus title now. Uh, and I have plans to actually sort of grow it to even bigger. Uh, but that, of course, uh, comes with a lot of uh, require us to do a lot of plannings and, and, and investment as well. So, so stay tuned, you know, uh, we do have plans to even expand uh, what we already have today uh, in terms of the, the, the libraries of the photo books to even, even a larger collections. Um, are photo books a way for someone to showcase their portfolio, or is it is it more focused than that? It's not it's not just a portfolio thing, but it's also a a, a form of storytelling in its own way. A form of storytelling, a form of ideas, a form of expression, expressing their expressing their thoughts. Uh, you know, and and I feel that uh, it's 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 much more uh better and uh easier for for you know the audience or the the target. Uh, audience to be able to appreciate compared to just looking at a gallery on a computer monitor. Mm. Yeah. Um. Moving on to perhaps your core, quote unquote, core business uh, of I guess providing photo lab services. Um. Has the medium changed uh, all this while? I mean, um, you've been dealing with it for quite a while, right? Um, have you noticed any growth or, I guess, changes in how people are, are doing things now? Like you know, when it comes to film photography. Yeah, so I have been in the lab business since 2014. Uh, compared to uh, those early years, I mean, I would, well, probably not, not the right term to say early years, compared then and now, uh, there is a lot more interest among the, the community here around, you know, uh, you taking photograph using film photography. But they, on the other hand, uh, the resources there are some part. I mean, for example, like film lab. Uh, you know, if you look at the whole history, when film photography or when film is the only medium for photography, uh, you probably see in one row of shops there are two or three photo labs. Then when digital comes, uh, then one by one uh, they close down because nearly. I mean, people are moving to digital because of speed, fast, you know, uh, uh, and so on. Uh, but we certainly see a revival in the last 10 years or so. And, and more so in recent years, right? There's many people, uh, especially folks that has not sort of experienced it before. Uh, uh, they were born in the digital age. This is something that, uh, that really interests them a lot. Uh, they want to understand, you know, in, in the very raw 
forward how how photography is taken uh, and processed. Uh, so we certainly see a lot of interest and in, uh, uh, in terms of uh, the demands uh, over the years, increasingly year by year. Uh, but yet we, on the other hand, there is also a challenge on folks like us that is actually operating a photo lab, right? Uh, equipments are getting old, it's harder to service them and, and so on, right? So equipments after some time do breakdowns. And not only that we have challenged in terms of finding parts, uh, but the people with the skill sets to service them also uh, uh, become lesser and lesser by the day. Uh, so these are this this the challenge are some of the challenges that we see. And not to mention also when 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 uh, when things have become more scarce, uh, the cost of it is also has increased over the years. Uh, so not only the, on the equipment side, but you know, on the chemistry as well as uh, uh, on the medium itself, film itself, right, uh, uh, has also increased in terms of cost. So the, for anyone who wants to enter into film photography, the entry point has become much more costly. Uh, but yet again, we still see a lot of, uh, a lot of interest. That was Lau Wen Huat, founder of Zuntiga, a queen photography studio that provides services and spaces for the community to talk shop and exchange ideas. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharudin and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin. We're speaking to Lau Wenhuat this week. He's the founder of Zone Tiger, a queen analog photography studio in Taman Paramount that's more than just your typical shop. Zone Tiger aims to elevate the scene to a different height by providing avenues for photographers to showcase their work and also learn new things from each other. Wenhuat ended the first part by sharing some of the challenges facing film photography at this very moment. But will the rise in popularity of the medium somehow help turn the tide in their favour in the future? Yeah, hopefully. Uh, with... Uh uh, it's it's all it's it's the economics of things, right? When there's in, enough demand, then uh, then there is always the the need to to drive up the supplies, right? Hopefully, uh, but we we do see uh, the industries continue to sort of evolve, right? Uh, there are companies that go out go uh, sort of close down that part of the business, but there are also new entrants uh, in terms of even uh, new brands for firms. Uh, uh, versus, you know, I mean, on one hand, you see, for example, like Fujifilm has reduced their uh, the number of type of films that they have. Uh, but you, you can see also, on the other hand, companies like Lomography, companies like uh, uh, Kodak uh, has sort of uh, continued to be uh, coming up with new films or re or, or what they call a reissue of the old films. Uh, so, so it's a it's a it's it's still a mix of things that's happening. Uh, but hopefully, uh, and actually, I'm quite hopeful, personally, that it will continue to stay. <laughs> Earlier in the interview, you spoke about your journey in photography, and you mentioned how, like, at one point, you you went to digital photography and you came back to uh, film photography, right? So, personally, for you, what's the appeal of 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 film photography compared to compared to digital photography? Personally, for me, I think that. That whole process of taking a photograph become, uh, well, uh, almost like a, uh, I don't know whether that's the right word to say or not. It's, 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 it's like a ritual or a ceremonial process. Right? It's not like you take, just take your handphone and, and you start stepping pictures. 
yeah, you need to load the films. You need to wind the films. You need to manually do focus if you are using a manual camera. It slows you down. You, you're carrying films with you all the time. And, and after finishing shooting, uh, you need to bring it to the lab, uh, wait for a few days for it to come out. Uh, then you see the pictures, you print the pictures. So, so it's very, very different in you know, the entire process. Uh, uh, yes, you know, it may not be as speedy as uh, digital. It may not as predictable or as instantly that you can see, you know, it doesn't give you that instant gratifications. Uh, but, but I do enjoy that, that, that process of slowing you down, make you appreciate, uh, each frame that you shot, uh, a lot more. Mm. Yeah, I've spoken to yeah different photographers here and there, and I think uh they have said something similar regarding that. You know the the fact that the process is a bit more deliberate makes them I guess be become a bit more mindful to the way they do things. Um, what about the room for error? You know, I, I've spoken to one photographer who said that um, you have to be a bit more competent when it comes to taking photos using film because there's less room for error, right? Um, and, and and that, you know, to a certain extent will then make you, quote-unquote, a better photographer. Is that is that like a fair assessment? Well, I mean, I, I, I my view, it's not so much of that. Uh, I think both digital and, and, and film will have its own space. Uh, for commercial work and stuff, uh, you need the speed. You need to it to be uh, less error prone, uh, less pre- I mean more predictable. Uh, then there is always a space for digital photography, right? Uh, and for film, it's probably more for people who sort of enjoy that process, uh, hobbies, for example, maybe, and probably. Just only a small portion of it will be uh, 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 using it as a, as a, as a professional uh, tools, right? Uh, to do so, uh, exactly the same for for exactly the same reasons that you mentioned, right? It's a it's, it's probably less forgiving, you know. Uh, but I know some of the pho- professional photographers who use films. I mean, film is exists like since how many years ago, right? Before even digital, so there is still a space for even professional photographers to use it. It's just that you know, there are other means of things that they do to mitigate that risk, and they just have to do that, right? To mitigate that so that, you know, uh, they, it's all, it does make you, uh, you, you need to do a lot, uh, a bit more to make sure that you're, you're always able to deliver uh, the consistent result that you want. Uh, so, I mean, I, 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 the way I look at it is it's always space for both, both, uh, both mediums. Mm, okay, let's, let's go back to Zontiga. Um, how important do you think, um, it is, especially within the scene, to have a space like this, especially for, I guess, newcomers who would like to know more and learn more about the hobby or the, 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 the scene. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important for newcomers uh, to have a space like this uh, because they, they do want to uh, sort of tap into the experience of uh, people who have sort of uh, been through it, you know. And, and a space like this uh, not only provides uh, them opportunity to learn, uh, and also, uh, to, to, for, uh, and to also, you know, be able to tap into folks that, uh, like I said, who have already been through it. Uh, and then the, uh, what we're providing also a space like a library for books and that, uh, hopefully that can also give them the, uh, inspire them to, to have a lot more interest into beyond just taking photographs, but, you know, to, to really use it as a medium to express themselves. And, uh, actually, coming back to uh, 
I also don't view my business as a, as a profit-making business. It's, I actually look at it more of a, uh, I don't know whether it's the right time. Uh, I'm trying to sort of steer it towards like more social enterprise type uh, in, in, in a way that, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's always, the, the aim is always giving back to the society. Uh, that's always my, my goal. Uh, like I said, I have done many things. Uh, uh, I've, 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 I, I do many things. Uh, this is just one of it. So I just want to make sure that this one in particular is actually more towards a, a social enterprise kind of concept. And, and it's not only us providing a space, right? Uh, there's a, a lot of things that we do internally as well that we are, uh, we are, we are look as, as a, as a, as a, as a business, we pay a lot of attention in terms of making sure things that we do are also not in the sort of, you know, adopt the environmental uh, kind of principles, right? Uh, making sure that we recycle our stuff, you know, reuse our stuff uh, as much as possible. Uh, and, and, you know, as to film photography, we actually, you, that medium itself is actually create a lot of uh, uh, waste, you know, the, the film canisters, the, the, the plastics, uh, and, 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 uh, I mean, the, the papers that we use to print stuff and so on. So, so we just want to make sure that, uh, wow, you know, at one, on one end, you know, we are creating some of this waste. How do we properly recycle it? How do we properly reuse some of the things? So this is, this is, uh, this is just, uh, the other side of the things that I want to share. As mentioned earlier, Zontiga also provides grants for photographers to work on their many different projects and the outcome has been very fruitful so far. So, uh, last year we did a grant uh, for photo project grant and uh, we actually awarded it to two participants. One of them, we already displayed her work uh, in the exhibitions that we done in the uh, earlier early, early part of this year. Uh, so, so her project is very much to do with environmental awareness as well. Uh, her project is about you know the rivers in in, in, in Malaysia uh, and and you know how how the uh, the quality of waters uh, in those rivers uh, could affect us, right? Uh, in and how she expresses it is actually she used uh, uh, she used the water from the river as part of the process in terms of processing the film, right? So it sort of creates certain artifacts into the into, into the image and, and she, she make it into a video uh, uh, installation that we've actually uh, exhibited it. Uh, the other grant award winner, it's, uh, it's, uh, he's, still, he's still working on the project. It's something to do with uh, uh, Eurasian community that actually exists in, uh, in, in Penang. So he's still, still working on that work uh, and, and we hopefully we are able to showcase that work when he finished. So that was last year. This year we sort of, you know, just just up the notch a little bit, right? So we want we want the projects to also sort of has an output of a photo book, and that's why the idea was to launch a photo book grant project. It's it's the we are still open for submissions. The closing date is actually this Saturday. Uh, hopefully we are able to receive good uh, submissions, and you know uh, the, the the panel. Uh, I mean, you've you've seen the panelists, right? so we have. We have a panelist to actually uh, judge, uh, and not only judge, right? We are also hoping that you know the projects that we, uh, the submissions that we receive, uh, we also wanted to be able to offer them. I mean, collectively as a panel, uh, be able to offer them suggestions and assistance uh, in the process of coming up with the book. 
yeah, so so that's just very briefly uh, about the, the grants that we, we ran. Based on based on your observation, what are some of the contemporary conversations that are taking place within the within the community? Like what what are I guess the topics that are being talked about right now with regard to um, photography? Uh, topics. I'm not sure whether uh, I would answer it correctly or not. But uh, what I think been hearing a lot. I mean, with regards to the film photography, it's uh, of course, uh, like I say, the scarcity drive uh, the demands drive. Uh, the cost up so 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 there's a lot of talks around you know the cost of you know the entry point that to get into film photography uh with regards to uh photo books i think i think there is the there is this uh, uh people that we talk to i think the, the constant feedback that i get is that uh, they do appreciate that john digger sort of created a space for uh, access to uh works for from photographers in the form of books, you know, so in the form of libraries. I think the space that we created for exhibitions also provide the space for some of the uh, aspiring photographers or even established ones to allow them to have a space to be able to showcase their work to the target audience or to the audience that they want to assess to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, considering that you're only like two, three, three years old right now, um, what are your hopes and I guess aspirations for Zontiga moving forward? I hope, uh, I mean, there are two parts of this. First thing first, I hope we continue on our journey and experiment a lot of things uh, and take an active role in terms of promoting the scene, you know, promoting the photographic, uh, photographer uh, as art form scene locally. Uh, hopefully, uh, I also hope that we become like uh, somebody that helps to promote our artists uh, and into, uh, into the international scene someday, hopefully. That's not what this is just ambitions, right? And then uh, I also hope that you know while doing all these things, uh, the the teams that uh, we sort of built here are also able to grow uh, and and you know, learn through all these projects that we are running. All right. Um. Any future projects that you can tease to our listeners? Uh, we have our season two workshop coming up. Uh, and the workshops will have new contents. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, I mean, this is our season two, uh, and, 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 uh, so that's, that's, that's the plan. And just look up for exhibitions announcement. So we are, uh, like, we, we are trying to line up more exhibitions, uh, and we're also planning to line up more events, you know, uh, that is actually more of photographers sharing their experience. And, I mean, just, just those few things that we are, we are, we are currently planning. Alright, okay, so for listeners out there who would like to find out more about Zontiger or even to go to Zontiger, where can they uh, look for for information? Yeah, the best place to reach or to get information is from our Instagram account. Uh, so we, we, we sort of, that's our primary medium to, to communicate with our followers. Uh, our website has a lot of information also. Uh, I, think, I think if you have visited our website, uh, it's not only just a sort of e-commerce workshop uh, like, like bookstore online kind of bookstore uh, website but we, have, we also have articles that our staff writer has written uh, so, so take some time to look at the articles our staff writers took a lot of time to research into the various aspects of things to, to, to write those articles and just just check out the events tab you know we have workshops we have, uh, we have exhibitions are all uh, or, or 
You've been tuning in to I Love KL and that was Lau Wen Huat, founder of Zone Tiga, a queen photography space in Taman Paramount, Petaling Jaya. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at pfm.my slash ilovekl, our app which you can find via Google Play and the App Store and also Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin and you've been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Selamat Hari Raya and maaf Zahir dan Batin. Have a safe one and see you after Raya only on PFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.